Valentine's Day, 2013. Nathan Luthold pulls up to his driveway and notices his house has been burglarized. Or was it a burglar? His wife, Denise, is inside, dead by a gunshot. This is the edited version of Denise Luthold. Good evening. Happy Friday night. I am recording on a Friday evening and I am still having my Java Mama coffee even in the evening. It is Tilt a Swirl. It's a dark roast, hint of brownie with a dash of cinnamon. Now, this is part of a set of the Mama's Picks. Every month they have three coffees and three teas. You can get all six or you can get three coffees or the three teas separate in packs of three and free shipping on all of these. The coffees that I got in this are Cakewalk, Candy Corn Maze, and Tilt-A-Swirl. They're all yummy flavors. Java Mama is air roasted, very clean taste and never bitter. Okay, I want to start by making an announcement. One of my favorite podcasts is called Going West and they just did a current case on a missing person. Her name is Jalisa Fuentes. She has been missing since August 7th from Selma, California. It is a very good case. Very highly recommended for this podcast. And I do recommend this case. She's 22 years old and I've got the picture of her flyer up on my Instagram, which is Kelly's Coffee Crime Chat. It's also up on Going West's Instagram and other multiple pictures of Jaleesa Fuentes is on there also. She's got beautiful, long, dark hair and wears dark rim glasses. That is a current case. I have not heard any updates since she's went missing. I want to get started on the case I have for you today, which is a very sad case that took place in Peoria. I know some people that knew a woman who was murdered, and it is very sad. It has been featured on Dateline, which is one of my sources, another source, macaberatmidnight.medium.com. The article was written by Felicia Huffman. And I also know some of these, some of this knowledge from the Peoria Journal Stars, our local newspaper. Okay, let's get started. This is the murder of Denise Luthold. Now she was 39 years old and she was murdered on Valentine's Day of 2013. She married Nathan Luthold on July 15th of 1995. They have three children ranging from the ages of four to 12. What happened, it was Valentine's Day, 3.15 p.m. Nathan calls 911 saying a break-in occurred at his house. Denise had not been answering his calls or texts all day and her family was concerned, so a family member had called him and wanted to know if she was okay. He said he hadn't heard from her. He will stop by the house and see if she's okay because he was in the area. So he pulled into his driveway. He saw the garage door open and some glass was shattered on the ground. He never went inside, so he, instead he ended up calling 911. On the 911 call, he was stammering, trying to figure out what to tell people. It was always like, and you could tell something was wrong. I heard the 911 call online. You can find it on YouTube if you find any of the cases on YouTube of this, and they talk about it on Dateline as well. Okay, so the police show up. I'm not sure exactly how long it took them to show up. But anyway, they showed up, they enter his home, and Denise is laying with a gunshot to the head. 
Nathan claimed to have three guns and the Glock was missing. One of his guns was missing. And that was the same gun that was the weapon. So it is missing. Basically, he's saying that somebody broke in, took his gun, shot his wife. Now, she was the only one home at the time. During their investigation, they checked his phone and text revealed to police that they suspected that there was another woman in his life. Now, I'm going to back up here. Denise and Nathan were missionaries. They had went to Lithuania. I am not familiar with missionaries. I'm not sure. I mean, I know they do a lot of great work for children and families. And they were missionaries in Lithuania, and they met this girl named Ina. She has a longer name, but we call her Ina for short. She was six when she met them. They brought her home here at age 18 so she could go to school, and she had interest in music. They sponsored her for their missionary work. Well, these texts were coming uh, from her, but at that time, police did not know who it was. The text revealed that they were planning to do something about Denise and stage a break-in is how they got for these texts. Now, I'm not sure exactly what these texts say, but they already suspected him. She is 20 years old, Ina is. They brought her home at 18. They found a text from him to her saying that he had been robbed. She responds with a text, just the word interesting and the sideways emoji with the colon and the parenthesis, how we used to do our emojis. And that was her response back, interesting and a smiley face. They looked in his car. They found fake passports, foreign currency, and security box keys. So they knew something was up. This was enough to bring him in and question him. They interrogated him for six hours. So... The texts, there were many, many, several texts from them back and forth. I'm not sure exactly what, but they also found internet searches. They searched his computer. They found that he found ways to silence a Glock, which was the 240 caliber Glock. He went to trial, and I, I did not find the date his trial took place, because I know it takes a long time to get a defense together. And his defense wanted to argue he had no prior record. He should get the minimum sentence. Okay, just because he had a prior record? No. Now, his response to when they were asking if he staged the burglary, they say when a murderer stages a burglary, they take things. Well, nothing was taken, and Nathan claimed that he did not know what a normal burglary looked like, so it's not up to him to know what a real one from a staged one, because nothing was taken. They were not robbed. I guess the glass lying outside from breaking had been broken from inside out. Right away, there was red flags. During the trial, they say that he holds common signs of being a narcissist, and he shows no emotion with the news of his wife. Even at the trial, like, he, there was no tearing. There was no emotion. Even the first time they told him that she was dead, there was no emotion at all. He was more concerned about himself. Her death would affect his work and his children. While Aina from Lithuania, the 20-year-old mistress, took the stand. He did not, by the way. She did. So they talked about the trial. They exercised together. They went shooting. They went to spas. Trips to Europe. He paid for her to go to the spas to get waxed. Now, just a minute here. Okay, now, why would you even do that and say, oh, there's nothing going on with me and this little girl? Well, little girl. I say little girl, but she was 20. When they went to trips to Europe, they claimed that they never, ever stayed overnight. So then she said, Denise never went on these overnight trips to Europe because she never spoke the language. No, only she had been to Lithuania for how many years? Met this little girl when she was six. I mean, 
They were missionaries there for years and she never spoke the language. Now she did. She spoke very good. Now, the funny thing I noticed on Dateline when she was on the stand, they would ask her questions. Certain questions she could answer. Certain questions that when it got a little too hot in the kitchen, shall we say, on trial, <laughs> she couldn't answer the questions. Why? She said she couldn't understand the questions. She had no problem speaking English any other time. She even had a translator on the stand. But then, no, she still did not understand the questions, the difficult questions that were just too much for her to answer because she didn't understand them. Now, Judge Kevin Lyons, who I have met before, he was the judge. Not really met, formally met him, but I have spoke with him in passing. He was just appalled over this. And since Ina and Nathan denied any relationship, Judge Kevin Lyons had an outburst. And he's like, really? Like something you never really heard a judge say like that. I mean, he had some harsh words for him. He told Nathan, you will end your life in a cold, isolated Illinois penitentiary. You will be more of a number than a name. He said a little more than this, but that's all I wrote down in my notes. But he got him and gave him this quote unquote man of God, an 80 year sentence. Go Kevin Lyons. <laughs> he deserves it. Hennis Price, he didn't get life in prison, but 80 years is pretty good. Now, I could not remember if he confessed. I don't think he ever did. No, he still says the killer's out there. Now, the, the, what they said was what he did, and this was on Dateline, and it was just funny seeing Peoria, Illinois on Dateline. What he did, he drove Denise's car to a park, which was not very far away, and he tossed the keys in the trash can, just left the car there. And uh, he returned home on foot, waited for her to come home, killed her because she wasn't home when he came back. So he killed her. Then he ransacks the house, breaks a window, took the guns, opened the garage, and left. There's surveillance of him in Starbucks in Peoria. I know Starbucks pretty well, of course, and uh, it was just funny seeing him in that Starbucks that I know in Peoria. And it showed Andrea Canning was the one that did the Dateline episode, and it they tracked the time it would take from Starbucks to the park or the park back to Starbucks because he had stopped at Starbucks in the middle here because he wanted to be on surveillance so his time would show that he was at Starbucks oh I'm a Starbucks I can't be at home killing her no I'm a Starbucks okay so that's what that whole thing was that was all staged as well before the trial they talked to an inmate now I don't know if this inmate I'm thinking this inmate was brought into the trial but his name was David Smith and within a few weeks of arriving at the jail, uh, Nathan had talked to him and told him that he waited in the closet for his wife to come home and shot her. She didn't even get her coat off. No idea if she even knew what happened. Denise, she got home, came up behind her, shot her in the head. So he confessed to this inmate. The trial took six days. Of course, they brought up their emails and text in court, and that's when he got her went to ever to the spa to get waxed. He was heavily involved with her on dates. The spa attendant at the spa here in Peoria had no idea he was even married because he always showed up with her. So that's what was used in court. And then they questioned the inmate. The trial was six days with more than 40 witnesses. When they found him guilty, they only took 90 minutes. You know, I don't even know why I even tried to understand people. <laughs> they think murder is going to be better because they could say they didn't do anything wrong. 
it's just very, very sad. Oh, now these poor kids have lost their mother and their father. I read that the house they lived in was her parents' house. I don't know if they just owned the house or if they actually lived there as well. It has been a while since I've seen this on Dateline. I tried to pull it up and watch it again, and I couldn't get it to play. I probably had to pay a fee or something for Dateline. <laughs> if you can pull it up on Dateline, I think it's called a Valentine's Day murder, I think. And where I listened to the 911, the person's name is B-O-N-S-E-A-Y. So that's on YouTube, which is another source that I had. That is the case of Denise Luthold. I mean, it almost sounded like it was planned so quick and he couldn't wait to be with this girl and he just wanted, you know, oh, I'll just break a window and open the garage and, and drive a car. It just didn't make any sense to me. But that's how it is with some of these. Very sad case. I have a couple other cases in mind in the area and I've got some that are very, very short. So I'll, there might be some episodes where I do two cases at once, you know, one and then the other one right with it because I had quite a bit of suggestions from my friends with some things that have happened in this area. And if anybody has any suggestions in the Midwest or even further out of the area, I would look into it. I try to do cases that aren't normally heard, but that is the case. Very sad one. I also had another shout out besides Going West. Other podcasts are very well done is Evil Pudding which is on Spotify, and Brutal, Bizarre, and Boozy. Boozy is B-O-O-Z-Y. Mother and Son, awesome voices, and their episodes are shorter, like mine. I really like them, and they do two cases. She'll talk about something first, and then he'll do a murder case. So it's kind of like she does kind of out there type of story, and then he'll do like a true crime one after that. I really like those two. So I'm trying to think if there's any other new podcasts, because I've been finding new ones like all over and ones that I really enjoy. So that is today's episode, or this week. If I had more time, I would do two a week, but I'm trying to find more content, different cases and stuff, because I'm pretty new at this. So I try to do one at least once a week, sometimes maybe twice a week. I do want to talk just briefly, Netflix. If anybody's looking for something good on Netflix, the show Dahmer is a series, and it is awesome oh my gosh it's so good i watched five episodes so far and it really keeps you watching the actor is the guy from american horror story evan peters that's his name but um look that up on netflix it's really good and it's even got some famous people in there molly ringwald shows up richard jenkins but the, it is very very good on netflix the john wayne gacy tapes another good one on netflix i was not going to watch that because i was like oh i already know about that case but i'm gonna tell you there's a lot of stuff in his early life before he actually had the house and there was some stuff i did not know it is very good and it has a great update at the end of it so it ends very well it's a very well done documentary so I just wanted to bring you this case this Friday night. Very chilly here in central Illinois. Have a wonderful Friday and a wonderful weekend. Get some rest, do some chilling out, get a drink, get a hot beverage, and relax because you deserve it. So have a good one, everybody. I will see you next time.